Welcome to the Fund2000.com Real Estate Podcast. My name is Chuck Ham, and today we're going to talk about the market, but I'm going to try to not repeat a bunch of things that are already in the news. We already know the real estate market is something everybody is looking at very closely. A lot of people are, are predicting maybe not a crash, but a decline in values, which is the opposite from what we've been seeing for the past few years with home prices dramatically increasing every year. My feeling all this time has been that it's not sustainable for the prices to keep increasing. It's just an affordability problem. You need buyers to keep buying in order for the prices to stay where they're at or to keep increasing. And if they're not buying at a certain price and the prices have to come down, it's uh, basic supply and demand. Also in the news though is increased wages, but I believe increased wages have resulted for too many of the wrong reasons. We're just coming out of a major stimulus of um, the economy uh, because the government injected a whole bunch of money into the economy and we're still feeling the results of that stimulus. And I think that has a lot to do with the wage growth that we've seen and also the uh, jobs growth that we've seen. And I think those aren't the right kind of reasons for that to happen. I think those are unintended consequences. So there's a lot of conflicting data in the labor market. If you look at unemployment reports, large corporations already doing uh, layoffs and so on. I tend towards the idea that our current experience with a tight labor supply and the high availability of jobs and ever increasing wages has to change pretty soon. And this is all relevant to real estate and the market today because of how it props up the home prices. If buyers can afford higher prices, then they will pay them, which is what they've been doing. But now we're seeing less homes going under contract and longer days on market and prices are starting to flatten out. So we're already seeing a change in the real estate market. Uh, we're already seeing a change in the prices and uh, the way um, and the number of, of buyers um, that are buying and mortgage applications are decreasing. So, the, and this is all probably caused in large part by rising mortgage interest rates also in the news. And inflation is in there as well, has to factor in separately. Rising mortgage interest rates has meant the monthly cost of owning a home is, for the average buyer, hundreds of dollars more than it was at the beginning of the year. Many buyers already look at homes that are very close to their max, their threshold of maximum debt. You can't get a mortgage if your debt to income though is too high or if your housing debt all by itself is too high as compared to your income. It's probably because there aren't many homes available per buyer that they are almost forced to look at properties that are almost too expensive for them for their income. So if in the beginning of the year the properties were already almost too expensive, it wasn't really going to take much for the buyers to be forced out of the market or to wait. Interest rates were really just the first straw to break that buyer's back. And it wasn't just a straw, it was a huge load, hundreds of dollars for the average buyer. That's a lot of money monthly. But then we got inflation. Gas prices are part of that inflation problem. And I like to look at that a little bit differently um, because they fluctuate independently for different reasons. They seem to have a greater effect also than other things in the consumer basket we uh, measure inflation with. And that's probably because we have a lot of commuters uh, in our in our economy, especially here in California. And also the problem that starts the increased gas prices is different than some of the other problems. That problem is war, war in Ukraine. The, the gas price increase um, really started because of the war in Ukraine uh, just this year. 
We are still heavily dependent on gas. Alternatives to gas are starting to emerge through electric vehicles and other alternatives, but they aren't really available to the average and lower income consumer. Gas and oil in the US is no longer dependent on Russia due to the sanctions from the war, but still we depend heavily on other relationships that have never been easy, and that's with OPEC countries and Saudi Arabia. Our own gas production uh, is in a tight spot because increasing investment in oil and refineries domestically when the policy trend is to go green, that's a disincentive for oil and gas. They're, they're investing in other things, not in um, making gas cheaper. They're investing their new investment dollars in other things, not in uh, refinement of oil and gas. And that's just the gas price part of the inflation problem. Real estate itself through rents and real estate prices contributes to inflation because businesses and individuals have to factor in uh, the higher cost of, of real estate and rents. So now step back and look at how this has to play out. In their view, the Fed has to raise interest rates to reduce all the stimulus the economy is currently still experiencing. The Fed has indicated it will continue to raise interest rates despite inflation, despite looming recession, despite all kinds of other problems that experts are forecasting. What does that mean for real estate buyers and sellers today? Well, here's what I think. I think it means sellers now have to race to get sold. If you are considering yourself to be a seller in the near future, it's probably a race for you. And that's because of everything I just explained. Everything I just explained is putting pressure on buyers who have to buy. And how does that affect sellers? Well, buyers can only buy what they can afford or they will just rent. And right now, those buyers that were already maxed out before the interest rates went up and got hit with inflation, they aren't really looking right now. They're waiting. And especially if you're one of those sellers that purchased your home in the last couple of years, you don't have a whole lot of equity to play with. So that adds the pressure to get to get sold. You don't have a lot of equity to lose. For sellers, the ones that have to sell, they're competing to get fewer buyers. And they're, and now we're starting to get a few more sellers who are trying to attract less buyers. You see the problem there? It's just a supply and demand formula at work. And my takeaway is that sellers know that they have to sell soon to get sold before this goes on too long. The longer this situation lasts, the more home prices are going to come down. However, we can look at the flip side I keep reading studies that state there are way too many potential buyers out there. Um, so in the long run, uh, we might have a flood of buyers. So it's possible the current situation doesn't last very long because of this pent up demand and all these buyers that maybe just a, a small adjustment, a flattening out or small reduction in home prices might be enough to cause those uh, delayed buyers to get buy-in. But if buyers are willing and able to wait and see what's going on with mortgage rates and the market in general, I think they will, which keeps sellers in their race predicament. Again, if the current situation continues, then it's a race for sellers because values are coming down. Based on news and reports, buyers know prices ought to be coming down, so the logical thing for buyers is to wait. That's what I keep re recommending to buyers who talk to me about buying. But that decision should also be weighed carefully against the alternatives. Uh, don't just wait for no reason. Wait because you've done the cost-benefit analysis for all your options. If it's cheaper for you to buy, then buy. If it's cheaper for you to rent, then you rent. There's a recent news article I'm linking to in the show notes from somebody who predicted the last real, real estate crash. Uh, so you can go to the show notes and read there if you like. Anyways, whether you're a buyer or a seller, 
or both, our office can help you. If you're a seller, we will get your home listed beautifully and quickly. We'll get you all the information you need to make an informed decision on hiring our firm versus others. Our sales team is based in Ventura County, but we work with agents all over California and MLSs all over California. And we look closely at competing sales firms. We know that it's important for you to get the best rates on commissions and other sales fees and reduce all of your, all of your costs. And we know how to help you reduce all of your costs. We will beat firms like Redfin and others like them while at the same time giving you much better service. Firms like Redfin have a problem in that they stack their agents with 100 clients per agent. We don't do that to our agents. And our agents get the best broker support. We will provide an upfront breakdown of your costs, fees, and commissions before you're obligated to do anything. We, we will help you see your home's value so you're not priced too low or too high in this weird market. If you get priced too high, you'll sit on the market for too long. If you're priced too low, you could lose money. We also know how important it is for you to get top quality photography, video, and related home tour content. We will post a yard sign and schedule open houses. We will get you listed quickly and efficiently. We could get your home listed on all the major sites and MLSs within 24 to 48 hours. Our in-house lender will be available 24 seven to pre-qualify all buyers independently and reduce your risk with unqualified buyers. Unqualified buyers sometimes have to back out of real estate transactions for problems that could have been and should have been foreseen. That's why we use our in-house lender to pre-qualify buyers. By having our in-house lender look at all potential buyers of your property, we reduce the risk of choosing a, an unqualified buyer that has to eventually back out. Buyers, let us represent you. We can get you pre-qualified with our in-house lender and start showing you homes right away. We treat our buyers right. We don't delay in showing property, and we're also very competitive with firms like Redfin and others that give a part of the realtor commission back. We, we beat them on that. That gets some buyers into homes that might not have otherwise been able to buy. It reduces the amount of cash you need to bring to closing. We have great agents, all the best loan programs, and lowest interest rates. Check us out at sold2000.com for our sales side and fund2000.com to check out low and interest rates. You can also go there to apply for a loan or you can use those sites to contact me and we can start a discussion about your, your mortgage loan needs or your sales needs, whatever. I'm ready to help you out with whatever your needs are. Thanks for listening.